Okay, so we're back with another Swift UI video. This time I want to take a look at gestures. So we're going to remove uh, this uh, expanded tapping action and instead let the user pan with their finger and drag the card around. Um, so what I want to do for that is first identify what type of state we want to have uh, that represents our drag. So we're going to have uh, maybe a drag info enumeration here and it will have a case of inactive if we're not dragging and a case of active um, that has a translation if we are dragging. Um, I also want to have a helper property here called translation which gives us a CG size and then um, if we are inactive then we're just going to return uh, zero and if we are active then we will have the translation and I can just return it. Um, then I can say um, whether or not we're active um, just as a, a quick check because we're going to use this inside of our view um, and this is going to switch on self and it looks like I don't need the dots there of course um, and here I want to uh, in the case of uh, inactive I will return false and in the case of active I will return true. So this is a quick uh, piece of data that we can carry around in our view that'll let us know if we're dragging and if so what is the translation amount for our view. Okay um, let me build and make sure this is building. Uh, switch self is needed there. Okay so now what I need to do is define a gesture state property value. This is going to be our drag info like that and that is going to be drag info dot inactive. Now uh, gesture state uh, has a simple comment here. Um, I'm not quite sure what this is doing under the hood but the, the documentation here says that it's a dynamic view property that stores state during the performance of a gesture. And um, a gesture state updates its data as the gesture changes and implicitly resets when the gesture becomes inactive. So what we're going to do with this gesture state, any gesture that you work with is going to require that you have some sort of gesture state parameter and uh, you are uh, basically in charge of updating that parameter. So I'm going to go over here into our body and I'm going to create a gesture for our drag. And so this is going to be a new gesture, drag gesture. And uh, it's got some options, but we don't really need to specify those right now. But we do need to specify that this gesture is updating with uh, this particular state. And notice that this, the type that we need here is of type gesture state of our state type. And that is what this property wrapper is. So we have a drag info property that is of type drag info, but we also have this property wrapper gives us the gesture state instance of our drag info. And anytime you see this in Swift UI or you see the at sign, to get at the underlying wrapped property type, you can use a dollar sign. So we're gonna use a dollar sign drag info here. Notice that the type of that is gesture state of drag info. And uh, so that's going to determine what the state type is that we're going to be uh, dealing with here. So we say drag gesture.updating and we pass in our wrapped uh, gesture drag info and then we have a body here which has three parameters and it's important to take a look at these the first one is a value and that's going to be the value of the drag gesture uh, so like how um, 
you know, velocity and its translation and location and stuff like that. And then we have two properties here, in out for state type. And when you see in out like this, that means that the block of this, uh, this closure can modify these values. And in this case, uh, we're intended to modify these values. So uh, what we're gonna do here is, is specify the state and um, actually this is going to be uh, our drag info and then our transaction. Now we're not gonna really deal with a transaction right now so we can just use underscore for that one. And now inside of this, um, this here, we can take a look at value and it will show us information about this drag. So where it started from, the time it started, um, how far we've translated from the original point, uh, where it's predicted to end in both translation and uh, overall location, and the current location of the finger. So what we can do now is set uh, drag info. Remember, this is the in-out property. We're going to say that this is active and the translation is value.translation. So we're basically taking the value from the drag gesture and updating our state, our gesture state property. So now we have a gesture that we can work with. And I'm going to attach this gesture onto this last card here. Um, and we're going to remove the tap action. So we're going to say gesture, uh, gesture, like this. And now we need to um, basically update the card view with that offset from our drag info. So we can just use drag info.translation and offset our card view by that same amount. So now when we're panning our finger around, we're also gonna be panning around the card with the same translation. Okay, uh, we do have a build error here and this is uh, saying that it declares an opaque return type but it doesn't return anything and that's because the Swift UI syntax sugar for omitting the return keyword, uh, like for instance in front of ZStack, uh, this was being implicitly returned before because it was the only statement in the in the body of this property. Um, but because we added another statement here, we need to add in the explicit return keyword there. Okay, so we've got our body, we've declared a gesture, we've attached the gesture to the card view, and finally we have um, uh, offset the card view by the drag info's translation. Now the nice thing about this is when I let go of the drag, it's gonna reset the value back to its initial starting value, which was dot zero. And so um, it's just going to spring back to where it came from. So let's click resume here, and we'll give this a go uh, in the preview window. So I'm gonna click and hold, and notice that I can drag this card around. So there's some pieces that you have to sort of understand before you get started, but the overall code is not that much. You've got your code that keeps track of the state that you need to keep track of, in our case, translation. And then we've got a gesture state property and then a gesture that updates that property. Okay, so we can do some more interesting things here. So the first thing I wanna do is uh, change the notion of expanded to uh, whether or not our drag info is active. So I'm going to delete the expanded property and everywhere where we were saying uh, expanded, I'm gonna say drag info dot is active. And that's why we created that simple property. So I could just sort of paste this in um, around here. Okay, so let's resume. 
And now when I start dragging, you can see that it uh, moves everything down and it moves our cards up. But we are getting a bit of a jump uh, from our gesture because our gesture wants to set the, the translation amount, the offset. But so does the, the Z stack. The containers are all trying to move down. So I think what I'm going to do is uh, not do this at all and just um, move this down by a little bit. So it's a little bit closer to the bottom, maybe by 50 points and just get rid of that. So that we're always um, just slightly down from center. And then I'll give uh, room for the cards above to move up. Okay, so what I wanna do now is I wanna rotate these cards a bit. So uh, let's give ourselves just a little bit more room. So we're gonna move that down to 80. And then these are going to be rotated. So let's go ahead and rotate them um, after they've been offset because uh, order is important here. If we, if we offset and then rotate, it's different from rotating and then doing an offset because otherwise, uh, let's see, offset and then rotate would do this, um, but rotate and then offset would, would do something totally different. Okay, so we're going to add the rotation 3D effect. And this is going to take an axis and an angle uh, the first one is an angle where we can specify the degrees that we want to rotate. Uh, so let's say for this one, maybe we want to rotate 10 degrees. And then for the axis, this is a tuple that takes X, Y, and Z uh, parameters. So if we just set all those to one, uh, this defines an axis around which it's going to rotate 10 degrees. And you can see that it already rotated, right? We just, we just said, please rotate that. Uh, 10 degrees. Now, if we want to, we can say, I want you to rotate, say, 50 degrees, in which case it'll rotate more, and then um, zero if you don't want to rotate at all. So let's say if we if we gave it like um, four degrees or uh, maybe 10 degrees. So we'll say drag info dot is active 10 colon four, or maybe 20 colon four. Then I'm going to copy this uh, rotation effect uh, and I forgot a question mark there so I'm going to copy this uh, rotation effect and I'm going to apply it here as well uh, but this time I'm going to use a uh, 10 and 2 so it doesn't rotate quite as much and then when we start dragging you can see that those sort of go off into the distance like that now you may not want 111 like this you may want it to rotate you know, maybe only in the X and Z planes. And so in that case, I could make Y zero and it won't rotate around the Y axis at all. Um, we'll have to wait for it to catch up. Um, and, or maybe we wanted to rotate in the Y and Z planes, but maybe not X. And of course you can change the amounts of these two. They don't have to be one, they could be less than one. So maybe we want it to rotate uh, this way, which is mostly around the Z plane, but maybe uh, 0.25 around the Y plane, around the Y axis. So there, something like that um, will give us, you know, kind of an expanded effect, uh, which is kind of neat. And then uh, what I want to do for the card that we're dragging is give it some sort of feedback as we pan it uh, left and right and up and down. So we'll start with left and right. So we've, we've already got the offset here. Um, we want to append onto that a rotation effect. And this time we're not gonna do 3D, we're just gonna do a rotation effect in the 2D plane with the angle. So this will be rotating just like you, you, know, you would expect. So um, here the rotation is going to be an angle with degrees. And we're going to use the drag info 
dot translation dot width and then just divide that by 10. So the more we translate to the left, the more we're going to rotate also. The more we translate to the right, the more we're going to rotate. And if we're not translating at all, it'll be zero, so it'll look normal. Uh, so we do need to convert this to a double. So let me do that. And we'll wait for Xcode to catch up. And now when I rotate, or when I translate this card to the left, it uh, will rotate to the left. And when I translate to the right, it rotates to the right. And actually feels pretty nice. So what can we do if we are dragging down and up here? Uh, so what I'm gonna do for that is to, after this rotation effect, we're gonna add another rotation 3D effect. In fact, I can just paste in the one we had before, um, but this time, instead of using this uh, sort of static angles like this, uh, we're going to use one that's dynamic, similar to what we did before, and use translation.height uh, divided by 10. And this time I want this around the axis I want it to pivot like this, right? So this is rotating around the x-axis only. So let's set y and z to zero. And now when I bring this up, you can see it's rotating like that. And it looks you know, kind of comical at this point, um, but we can tweak these values so it's not so drastic, right? This is nice so that we can see it. Uh, so let's just uh, change that divided by 10 and make this maybe divided by 50. And uh, this one, I actually hit Command R so we can run this in the simulator and, and test out how it, how it actually feels. Okay, so now you have it running in the simulator. And as I drag up, you can see that it's moving a little bit. And that's really kind of the effect I'm going for. So it feels 3D, but it doesn't have to have some sort of drastic, you know, um, drastic effect there. So I like um, playing around with this because it really goes to show you how easy it is to sort of um, have nice fluid um, interfaces that sort of react to your touches. Um, and this same type of code to do this in UIKit uh, would have been considerably larger than what we've had to write here. This entire thing is, you know, 50 or 60 lines of code. Um, some of that is is just boilerplate. And so uh, really the, the meat of it is just right here. Once you have the drag gesture um, sort of configured, um, you know, with a few lines of code, you can add really complex interactions and they all work alongside those animations we did earlier. So that's a look at SwiftUI gestures. Hope you enjoyed this video and we'll see you again in the next one.